listening to the co-production podcast brought to you by Cineropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico Laporta and I'm the editor of Cineropa, your number one resource for European industry content published daily in four languages. Cineropa is supported by Creative Europe and you can always access our content for free at cineropa.org. Today's episode is a collaboration with the Berlinale co-production market and we are grateful for their support. In this episode, we are discussing the co-production of Wolf, written and directed by Nathalie Biancheri. The film premiered in Toronto last month, and we are having with us today, we are very happy to have with us today, the two co-producers of the film. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everyone. And can I ask you to introduce yourself, starting with you, Jesse? Hi, my name is Jesse Fisk. I am the majority producer on Wolf. Um, I run a company in Dublin called Feline Films, and Feline Films produces feature films and documentaries. Um, we've only been operational for the last three years. We've uh, done a co-production with Italy called Shadows. We've done our own film, Wolf. We've done a documentary called I Was Here with another Polish director. And uh, before that, I produced a number of films, including um, Song of Granite, by Pat Collins, which um, went to South by Southwest and Carlo Vivari and um, a film called Rialto, co-produced before I started the company, which was an Irish-UK co-production and went on to premiere um, Venice. And then I produced a documentary called Losing Alaska by um, a good friend of mine called Tom Burke. And that was an IDFA-selected premiere in 2018. And then I swiftly went on to Feline to start... Uh, putting Wolf together when I met lovely Mariusz not too long after that. And what about you, Mariusz? You are in Poland and you are representing the company Lava Films. Exactly. Um, my name is Mariusz Wodarski and I run the company Lava Films together with my creative partner, Agnieszka Wasiak. We are kind of like quite established uh, now, I think running like 11 years already. Um, our title is kind of like reached to most of the international festivals, but maybe I'm going to mention just recent ones. That was Sweat, which premiered in Cannes 2020, uh, then Never Gonna Snow Again in Venice, and Apples, our co-production that premiered also in Venice. This year, we were lucky to launch together with Wolf in Toronto, our new production called Silent Land by Agnieszka Woszczyńska. Basically, kind of like a... I think kind of like if I would like to say something about myself is we we are kind of like a, a company that really believes in co-production and we really seek for those co-production to happen. And we really cherish those moments when we are picked and selected and we can actually do something together. So, And that happened with Wolf. So maybe, Jesse, you can walk us through the story of the film without spoiling it too much. Sure, yeah. Wolf... Um... Wolf is a film about a young man who believes he's a wolf trapped in a human body. And he gets sent to a clinic that cures this disorder. This disorder is species dysphoria. And we sort of, we enter the film with him entering the clinic and we go on this journey where he goes, undergoes these curative therapies to try and rid him of the wolf identity that lives inside of him. And he's surrounded by his peers who are also young people who believe that they, mostly young people who believe that they are animals trapped, uh, different animals trapped in, in, in their human skin. And as we move to the film, we, we, we very 
soon, I think, realize that there's something a little bit different about Jacob, who is the, the human name of our lead character played by George Mackay. And um, while the other patients in the clinic do seem to respond somewhat to the therapies, um, Jacob is more tormented the more they try to repress him. And the only respite he really finds is in um, a love story that develops between him and another character played by Lily Rose Depp. She plays the character of Wildcat, who's this uh, more mysterious patient who has been in the clinic for some time. And for him, he identifies in her something very close to his own pain, I suppose. And the pair roam around the clinic tonight at night together. And um, in the day, they undergo these therapies. So I won't give too much more away, but it's the, the film, I suppose we go on the journey of wanting to discover, I think as an audience, is this young man a wolf? Is he somebody who just really thinks he's a wolf? And, and what kind of life will he lead if he does leave the clinic? Amazing. You are quite used to pitch it. <laughs> And the film is already set in terms of um, distribution and sales, which is also great. We'll talk about that later. Um, so as you said in the first sentence, uh, it's it's a high concept film. I mean, it's a, it's a young man uh, trapped in a wolf body. No, a wolf trapped in a young man body or the other word around. I don't know. But uh, uh, was it how the, the ID came to you? Um, was it the early stage of the film that this ID came first and then the film developed out of that? Natalie B and Carrie approached me. We'd been working together um, before Freeline Films birthed. So we'd been working, trying to get ideas together. And we were just both in sort of situations that didn't seem so, I guess, environments that weren't so free to make the kind of films that we wanted to make. So she came to me with this kind of, at that point, it was a, a two-page treatment, I think, and just said, look, take a look at this. Um, I think that we could start a company together and, and make this film. And I read it and I was like, this is, because it was even more bonkers then, if you can imagine, like it was really out there. It was exactly the kind of thing that I think we both needed and wanted at the time. So, um, so yeah, so from there, we kind of developed it together and we were kind of this, it is that sort of, um, I suppose, deep root story that you sort of start with a seed of an idea and, and, and you grow it together. And we were these two kind of, I don't want to say clueless because we were very clear from the get go, the kind of film that we wanted to make. And I think I had a very good idea of Natalie's vision at the time. And we we're quickly able to judge in terms of, I suppose, speaking partners, how people responded to that because they either got it or they didn't, or they thought it was going to be something else. And it became this just really, really enjoyably fun couple of years where we were developing the idea, going to different festivals and labs and trying to kind of feed off people's reactions as well in order to, to further develop it. So the grain of the idea just kind of grew from there. And it, it, I think Nat would agree as well. I don't believe it ever veered from the integrity of what she pitched, you know, four years ago, which was this question of of human existence and and this kind of what if scenario like what if somebody genuinely has this inside of them that they can't get rid of and I think from there it was about building the world it's about 
having kind of creative collaborative partners who could help build that um screen ireland mariusz and lava films um, Jane Doolin, who produced alongside of me, came on board as well. And, and it was really just being open to how people responded to the material and building the world kind of around what could logically make sense, but was still going to challenge in the way which we wanted. And Marius, at what stage did you jump into the project? What was the first hook? The first hook was passion of those two girls. I met them in a very narrow co-production market. That was kind of like a already late and pretty advanced in the project. But Agnieszka, my business partner, she met Jesse uh, in Rome a couple months uh, back. And and then kind of like we, we be, we've been, in, or Agnieszka and Jesse were in touch, kind of like a bit, kind of like we read the project before the meeting in um, Berlinale. And then can, when the project was selected for, I think it was a talent um, uh, part of the co-production market. Then kind of like we book a meeting there and we tried kind of like to offer as much thought through strategy for it. But um, it kind of like for me, kind of like how I remember this meeting is that kind of like they were so positive and so conscious about the project they wanted to make and uh, and the, the, the reason why they are making it and what they really need, how vigorous and driven they are. I think that was something enough like that really assured us that we have to play the same card. And uh, we offered very uh, quickly a, a strategy for financing in Poland that was actually kind of like a week away from that first meeting. So uh, so that was kind of like interesting regarding the, 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 the human touch of a project because we do believe that co-production is some kind of marriage, like kind of like, you know, this professional marriage and a side of the project you like and you cherish you have to find a partner that you trust and that you uh, feel comfortable with so kind of like that's that's something what we always on those meetings try to find but if i would go over to, uh, to wolf and if i would go to um why kind of like the project itself was interesting um you mentioned high concept that was one thing for me it was always something connected with identity that kind of like when you when you, as a human being, you struggle with identity, that can then kind of like it's something that you can, you can really kind of like fall and empathize with the protagonist because it's not only about kind of like the external search, but it's also about the internal search and and something kind of like that Jacob has to kind of like come through to be stronger and and I think kind of like that was that for me was the in the story that for me was the biggest hook. I concept is more marketing and what you mentioned is the theme. I mean, the theme is the root of the film and uh, uh, obviously the film really developed that theme to, to a certain extent. And then at some point you don't care about the high concept anymore because this story could happen somewhere else to, to in other settings, even science fiction or horror or whatever. Uh, and the theme would remain the same. Um, so starting from those two pages, ending up with a shooting script, there was a long way. Uh, you mentioned, I think, 2017 when the, the, the first pitch uh, occurred. Um, where did you go to to have the script developed? Did you get help? Did you get funding uh, for the development, uh, script labs, uh, stuff like that? Can you tell us a little bit more? So Natalie really chewed out that, that two pages um, in Lim, in the Less is More lab. And she really holds so much gratitude to that time because, you know, I'm saying it was a little bit more bonkers back then you know getting those few days to to sit down and 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 interrogate the the 
what is the film? What is it about? What is the world in which it exists in? And what's also possible for a second time director to achieve with all those elements? So I think that really kind of, I suppose, put shape, put manners on the on the idea, um, which was fantastic. And at that point, I was still, we were still planning on, um, you know, starting the company, but I was still producing other films and we were kind of both just trying to, you know, get by eat and pay rent and 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 uh the usual the usual sob story so we didn't really i suppose as a as a duo get into um produce it to the development of it i think in 2018 and we approached screen ireland i suppose as a new very new company that they were people were really excited and supportive of but a bit surprised by as well because we were just kind of running up to them in, in the berlin alley in 2018 and we pitched the project at a competition called jets in berlin alley and that the screen ireland run um alongside uh canada and the uk and that was the first kind of dipping our toe in so we won a prize and we kind of ran up to one of the project managers listen we have this film we want to bring it to screen ireland and they were like yeah of course like come on bring it in then let's let's get going on it and and we did and i think we went in literally that did like finish off the application when we were when we were there and put it in and had met with them just for a coffee or a drink to just discuss the structure of the company and how the film was going to go and then we got a small thing we got a 16,000 euro initially which for us at the time was like winning the lottery and yeah we just screened it for Screen Ireland last week and I literally said those words like no idea when you try and start something from scratch and somebody says actually we think this is a good enough idea to explore here's 16,000 euro and you're just like crying with relief and then the next uh the next step was to go through their processes with um yeah script editor with Sarah Golding um in the UK came on board she was fantastic and then we also as I said we had a lot of um pitching opportunities at, at different markets so we did we did jets we did sofia uh, meetings we did mia in rome that's where we met aga from lava films so each time we stood up and we pitched it and then we have you have however 30 meetings um an hour afterwards um you really get an insight into how people respond to the the pitch and the material i think that fed into a lot of how we um how we developed it. So we spent kind of 2018 putting a lot of shape on the the script and the idea. And then I think we would have sent it to Lava Films um, towards the end of that year because we met in the February and they'd already read the script. And uh, yeah, so I think at that point it was quite, it was quite well together. We were at the stage then of kind of going, well, now we actually have to shoot it. So how do we make that achievable and that was you know um made just kind of fine-tuning everything what was essential we had two million euros more or less was the budget so um we had to kind of make it a bit more practical I suppose but the process was really fun I have to say the development process and everybody kind of everybody who collaborated on the film really got it and really understood it but always had something else to to contribute or to give and I think that's what makes it really special like natalie can take somebody else's grain of idea and just make it something super super special because she's that kind of talent i suppose 
And Mariusz, um, maybe Mariusz, you can tell us about um, uh, what kind of money you got in Poland. I mean, the Polish Film Institute, of course. Was there anything else? No, we only kind of like got support from the PFI. Um, and that was at the early stage in 2019, kind of like we, uh, after we met, kind of like the application deadline was, I think, two weeks after um, Berlinale. So we basically kind of like on that spot, on the, on, the, on the first actual meeting and discussing it, we kind of signed a deal memo, kind of like saying that we are applying. So we translated the script very quickly and, 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 and got the money. So kind of like that, it was very lucky. But then we top up the money with Euroimash. So kind of like that was for us kind of like it, we didn't have that much of a spend in Poland. Kind of like we reached to 20% and that was contractually enough. And kind of like it was also kind of like that the money kind of like should be spent more on Ireland. And they, they need kind of the, the bigger spend they had, the more tax credit they got. So we also kind of like, you know, taught it in that way. And... Um, From our side, kind of like, of course, we had a great asset for a co-production because we had a DOP and that's a, a Polish thing to export in a way. We often, uh, when, when we speak about Poland, where we have a, a Polish co-producer involved, it, we know that Poland has great, amazing uh, DOPs, but uh, were there any other Polish talents uh, involved in the film? Discovered that there's, there was no po possibility of, uh, of shooting or maybe, that, that, that maybe not the possibility, but Rather, kind of like it's not really make sense because kind of like for the, it was at the time kind of like when the when the tax incentive also really kind of like started going in Poland, so nobody really knew how it was. The minimum spent for co-production was pretty high, so kind of like we didn't qualify for that. So there was kind of like all of those. So we start to to figure out how to kind of like maximize the Polish spent as well, and using that in a creative way. So we attached. The sound designer of the project, Michał Wojcik, uh, who did an incredible job together with the uh, composer Stefan uh, Wesołowski. So in that way, kind of like we had a, we had a three artistic head of departments for the uh, for the, um, the PFI, even though they at that stage required only one. So um, so kind of like that 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 was fortunate. So um, the whole post production of image, the post production of sound was done entirely in Poland. Uh, the editing, uh, due to COVID circumstances, even though kind of like it wasn't edited by the Polish editor, also happened kind of like remotely from Poland because it turned out that kind of like our uh, great editor, Andonis, he, uh, he's actually kind of like married or kind of like in a relationship with a with Polish girl. And, and they spent uh, COVID time, kind of like lockdown, the first lockdown near to Szczecin in Poland. So I think that was all, it all was meant to be probably that Poland should be here. Not a lot of people yet had to experience those feelings because the film is not released yet. Can you quickly tell us about uh, the distribution plan and the international release of the film? For sure. So um, one thing that was made it very possible for us to to have hope in all of our efforts we're going to um be be i suppose get the film where we wanted to which is in front of a global audience uh focus features acquired the film from bankside um who were selling the film before we started shooting so we knew going into the shoot that focus features were going to distribute the film for north america and universal were going to take most of the territories in the world so we're very fortunate to in a few weeks be heading to 
New York for the launch of the film, for the, so I suppose, the release launch of the film. We had an incredible premiere in Toronto. And uh, yeah, 3rd of December is when we're hitting theatres in the States. Um, and then we will be coming to Europe in early 2021. So the dates are still TBC because like any distributor trying to book now, I think you have to be very, uh, you have to have a lot of tact um, in, in terms of, of how you book the, 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 the cinemas at the moment. But we will have a European release in, in early 2021, which I think is what everybody's excited about. So you said twice 2021, but it's of course 2022. But but this is also this is also a collateral damage of COVID. I also do that mistake a lot. It's like we skipped a year. So thanks a lot, guys. We already have to wrap this up. Uh, if you enjoyed this new episode of the Co-Production Podcast, don't miss the other ones. We have uh, plenty now. It's uh, you can find them on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google, or even other podcast platforms out there. We are almost everywhere. The episodes are also available on Cineropa.org. So, Jesse, Marius, thank you very much for accepting this invitation. It took a while. We had to find the right date. But uh, finally, we made it. And we are ha very happy that uh, this, um, this co-production went well. And I hope we will see other collaboration of you two uh, in the future. Keep making films. We'll keep watching them. Thank you.